0: So, body functions, what's my office? What is my office? So, this video is to the body of Christ. So, I know this ministry we're called to fivefold ministers, and in this video, I want to just speak to those who are not called to the fivefold ministry. So often, we can hear messages about calling, about you know, offices within the body of Christ. And we're used to, or we're getting used to, the generation that we live in. We understand that, you know, the Lord has given fivefold. Obviously, He's given His apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers to His body. But people kind of get left stuck when it comes to okay. So I'm not a fivefold minister, but what what's my function and where do I fit in the body of Christ? And that's kind of what I want to address in this video. That I pray that this video will be a video that kind of. Gives you a key that you can use to now seek the lord and come to understand more your function within the body of christ i'm going to start in ephesians 4 um what we know so we know so i'm going to ephesians so i want to read this it says but unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of christ wherefore he saith when he ascended up on high he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men now that he ascended What is it but that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth? He that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heaven, that he might fill all things. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive but speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things which is the head even Christ, from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supply of, according to the effectual working in the measure of every part making increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love so the fivefold were given to verse 7 tells us that there's a gift of christ there's a, there's a measure of grace that we've all been given and it goes on then to speak of some of these these gifts of grace some of them which are the fivefold what we call the fivefold ministry so these are just some of the gifts of of christ some of the gifts of grace that have been given to the body but there are others we're going to go to romans 12 but before i go there i want to say the purpose of the offices of the fivefold were given to perfect the saints for the work of the ministry for the edifying of the body of christ in simple terms the fivefold have been given by Jesus, as headship gifts, as leadership gifts, in order to help mature the saint, in order to help bring them to a place where we're in a place of unity of the faith, where the, everyone knows Christ for themselves, where everyone can hear Christ for themselves, where everyone can, le- so they can actually function effectively, that the body can build itself up. If you think of my physical body, if one part of, part of my body doesn't, is not operating to its maximum capacity, the other parts now suffer and have to... Compensate, etc., and so the fivefold are called to help every member to not only um, f- understand who they are in Christ. No, because the more you come to know Christ, the more you come to understand who you are. Be unified in the faith so that we can operate as one, and so that when people see the body of Christ as a whole, we are that city set on the hill that it talks about in Matthew. Let's go to Matthew quickly. Matthew five says, "Ye are the light of the world." A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good work and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Our job really is to glorify the Father in heaven. And so as we come to look like Christ, because Jesus is the visible image of the invisible God and we are his body and so the body of Christ needs to look like its head and that is what Jesus has given his headship gift to help the body to look like him. Obviously the first, the first part is that make sure that the fivefold look like him so that the fivefold can now reproduce and replicate and train up and equip the body to also look like him so we can move and operate as one man as Christ himself would in this earth throughout the whole earth and the knowledge of the glory of God can be spread and etc so that's God's ultimate plan for the body of Christ and so Ephesians 4 lets us know that there's some of these offices are the fivefold but what are the rest what are the other if you're not a fivefold member what are you called to so let's go to Romans 12 where we see the same terminology of offices being used and I'm going to read from verse 3 and it says for I say through the gift through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. So, Paul's writing and he's saying, he's he's speaking this through the grace that's been given unto him. Because of the grace that the Lord has given to him, the function that he performs, he can say this, And he's saying that we're not supposed to think of ourselves more highly than we ought to we're not supposed to think of ourselves more highly or more lowly we're supposed to think of ourselves according to to the measure of faith that we've been given so all of us have been given the measure of faith there's a measure of faith that we've all been given okay for as we have many members in one body and all members have not the same office so if you're a member of the body of christ you have an office but it's just not the same so because it's not part of the sum doesn't mean that you don't have an office you have an office however it's to be discovered what is your office we don't all have the same office we're not all apostles we're not all prophets we're not all evangelists we're not all pastors and teachers so if you're not that you are something but it's to be discovered what 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 is your office so we being many this is verse five are one body in Christ and every, every one members of one another, having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given unto us. they the same terminology. It's according to the grace that's being given unto us. Yes, is the grace that the Lord has given if you are a fivefold minister. But if you're not a fivefold minister, there's still a grace that has been given to you to fulfill the function, the body function, the office that the Lord has given to you. So then it's going to go on to now speak about what these are offices are and it says whether prophecy let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith or ministry let us wait on our ministering or he that teacheth on teaching or he that exhorteth on exhortation he that giveth let him do it with simplicity he that ruleth with diligence he that showeth mercy with cheerfulness okay so these are what I call body functions. These are offices given in the body of Christ. So, not they're not fivefold offices mentioned here. The fivefold, as I said before, were some. But here again, we have a list of body functions according to the grace. So, let me just go through some of this. So, how fu- a function is, is a gift. It's in you. So, I want to make it before I go into the function, I want to make a distinction between. The function or the office is in is in how you function, how you operate, is something that can't like it's a gift that can't be separated from you because it's how you function. It's how it's kind of how you do everything. So in a sense, even before you got saved, you actually had that function, but it's only when you came into the body of Christ that you could actually it could actually operate correctly, if that makes sense. So um most likely, if you're if you a prophet, you probably saw before you got saved. But if you operate, you couldn't operate it according to the will of God. You know, even if I go back to the beginning of Romans 12, verses um, 2, it says, And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So you may have functioned as, you may have had a prophetic, like, you may have functioned as a prophet before you got saved. But you was no way that you would have been able to, know the will of god and operate out of the will of god prior to being saved prior to being put into the body of christ but that's just just an example but so yeah i want to make a distinction so function is like i do this, this is to say it's, it's kind of in you it's it's in you whereas the gifts of the spirit which i'm going to go to first corinthians 12 are gifts that everybody can function, or everyone can flow in, shall I say, or it's as a, I want to say, as the spirit comes upon you. It's things that it's for the benefit of the benefit of um, the body, as it says. Let me read it. So, first, First Corinthians twelve. So let's say, let's read from verse three. It says, "Wherefore I say, give give you to understand that no man speaking by the spirit of God calleth Jesus a curse." And that no man can say that Jesus is the Lord, but by the Holy Ghost. Even though there's a distinction where it says, "No man speaking by the Spirit of God call of Jesus a curse." So, the Spirit comes upon you, and you are, let's say, prophesying. There's no way you're going to be able to prophesy with the Spirit of God upon you, and you're saying, "But you're calling Jesus a curse." But then there's a distinction to say that no man can say that Jesus is Lord, but by the Holy Ghost. And we know the Holy Ghost is the one who gives you the, the ability to. He's the one who convicts you of sin, and when you receive Jesus, He's the one who comes. He He is the one who has to come as well inside of you. So the Holy Ghost is in the person who comes in you, and then the Spirit of God that comes upon you. So the Spirit of God comes upon you in order to be able to do some things, to do something outside of yourself, outside of your natural ability. The Holy Ghost deals with you internally, in terms of your character. Etc. Whereas this, when the spirit comes upon you, it's just a flowing of, it's, it's gifts of the spirits. It's, it's the manifestation which I'm going to come to. That I'm just fast forwarding. So it says, verse twelve. Now there are diversity of gifts, but the same spirit, and there are differences of, of administration, but the same Lord, and there are diversities of operation, but it's the same God which worketh all in all. But the manifestations of the spirit is given to every man to profit with all so the manifestations of the spirit so the gifts of the spirit are manifestations of that this of the spirit so they're not to do with your function and how you how the grace that God has given to you as his body so it's not it's not to do with where you fit in the body it's a manifestation of the spirit in that moment for what's needed with for the body because it says that it's given to every man meaning every man can, can flow in these These um, manifestations that are lifted, these gifts that are lifted, they're not the same as gifts of grace, of function. They're not gifts of grace. They're a gift of the Spirit, that flow as the Spirit is upon you. Okay, And it's for the benefit of everyone else. you know. So the scripture makes that distinction. I I kind of pause because apart from if tongues is not interpreted, it's the only one that edifies you individually. But it says, For to one is given the Spirit by the spirit the word of wisdom to another the word of knowledge you're not just going to be flowing in words of wisdom or words of knowledge for no reason it's, it's for the benefit of somebody in that moment in that circumstance that the spirit comes upon you for the, that moment and that purpose in order to it's not a it's not a function in that sense so um by the same spirit to another faith by the same spirit to another the gifts of healing by the same spirit to another the working of miracles to another prophecy to another discerning of spirits another diverse kinds of tongues to another, the interpretation of tongues, but all these work of that one and the self-same Spirit, dividing to every man severally as he will. Yeah, but as it's needed severally, he divides to every man as he as he desires, as he sees fit. And so it's just for me, I see it as what's necessary. I see God is not a waste of anything. So when things are needed, even when you read the old the Old Testament, you see when a Spirit comes upon them for a particular thing to to be done a particular work to be accomplished it's different to being a particular member in the body and a particular function that's how you operate so the body is constantly working so even at this moment as I'm sitting here my heart is working my lungs are working my mouth is working my ears my eyes and they're constantly working all the time but there's moments it's different to a situational it's the body's always working like that but in terms of what I can put on in clothes that can change according to the circumstance how I might do my hair can change in a circumstance it's kind of an additional thing that kind of can add to what my body's doing kind of I don't know if that's a good example but yeah so going back to Romans so this is distinguished between a gift or the spirit and a function so a function is it's your office so going back to Romans so there were seven functions that were listed there that we had prophecy ministry teaching exhortation, giving leadership and mercy so it's a function is how how you function so the same principle applies so the scripture says that we are kings and priests he has made us kings and priests unto our god okay so we're both believers so if you haven't watched my other videos about kingship and priesthood um i encourage you to go and watch those i'm trying to think what i call the videos but if you haven't watched those videos i encourage you to go and watch those videos about heavenly kingship about priesthood okay so every believer not just the fivefold are called to be kings and priests are called to become sons of god and so we have a heavenly function so heaven we have a heavenly kingship so meaning we step into the fullness we can operate in the fullness of the office the fullness of the of the the function that the Lord has given to us, which means in order for us to do that, we have to get to a place of maturity, which is again, like I said, why the Lord, if you're why the Lord takes you through a process, if you're a 5 minister, the process that the Lord has brought to me is specifically for five ministers. But if you're not a five for minister, there's still process the Lord wants to take you to in terms of maturing you so that you can function. That's why he's giving you the his that's why he's given his leaders to help you to mature and grow, come to the unity of the faith so that you can fulfill your function to the maximum with his heart with his character with fruit okay and then the priesthood heavenly priesthood when we're talking about heavenly priesthood we're speaking about the realms or the sphere in which you're called to so again if you're a fivefold minister i've made videos about who are you called to serve in, or your heavenly priesthood okay the way you're called to serve as a fivefold minister and then the same the same principle applies as a If you're not a fivefold minister, if you're a body body minister, because every believer is is a minister, but not every believer is a fivefold minister. So the fivefold ministers are specifically called to equip the body. The body, you are still going to be called to, you know, that's Ephesians 4 work about being able to, to build up itself in love. So you're still gonna be called to your local body. So let's say this is your local body and you're one of your I don't know, you're part of this shoulder, then you're still called to help this shoulder to function. You're called to you're called to help help this this shoulder to do its very best. So you're called to a local body, a local a local group of believers, okay? But you're also so you're called to a local group of believers but you're also as you're still gonna have a for example, you're still gonna have a, a job or work in the marketplace and you're still gonna function there as well. And so if, if you don't understand who you are, you can just get, I guess, either way. You can be one of the people, you can go to work and the, when you come to church, you just come and sit in the pews. Or you can understand, okay, I go to work, but I'm still called here too. You can be called to, med- to medicine, you can be called to education, but you, if you can understand your function there, you know for example the evangelist is called to help equip the saints so that they can go out and win souls so when you go to work you can be a light you can truly be effective in your function and also help bring people into the local body that you're called to so i don't know if that helps in what i said okay so i'm going to go through just kind of summarize each one of these uh functions so prophecy let's start with prophecy okay so we've I don't know if i've said it in any of my videos yet but there's a difference between being a prophet and operating in the in the function of prophecy and also the spiritual gift of prophecy so spoke the spiritual gift of prophecy came up when we looked at gift of the spirit yeah and so for me the difference is the gift of the gift of the spirit would be it's a manifestation so When it's needed, the spirit of God will come upon you and you'll be able to prophesy in that moment. But it's not something that you function in. It's not your function. But if your function is prophecy, it's going to be how you operate, like, all the time. You can't help it. It's not something you switch off. It's not something that just happens sometimes. Like, so, this, and it's not the same as the office of a prophet. The office of a prophet, like I said, is to equip the saints. You cannot just equip the saints with just prophecy, okay? And also, a prophet is... If you just want to speak about in terms of the speaking side of things, foretelling is about speaking that which is to come that the person doesn't necessarily even know yet. Okay. And then whereas is prophecy is usually confirmative, it acts as confirmation of what a person, an individual already knows. It's confirmation of what God has already spoken. Whereas when a prophet's coming, it's God saying it. The person doesn't even know. It's the first time they're hearing it. But comes to pass and we look about look so let me just read some scripture. so an example of the difference between if we go to Acts 21 verse 9 and 10 it says and the same man had four daughters virgins which did prophesy so this is talking about philip who had four daughters and they prophesied okay and as we tarried there many days there came down from judea a certain prophet named agabus there's a distinction between those who prophesy and then the prophet agabus came down and prophesied i don't remember if it was i can't remember which this prophecy was whether it was about the famine that was going to come but he came down and he prophesied whereas the prophet his philip's daughters so he uh he, he came down and he foretold what was going to happen whereas philip's daughters were they they prophesied they were not called prophets but there was a distinction okay and prophecy, the function of prophecy, the office of prophecy is about, it says First Corinthians 14, 3 says, But he that prophesies speaketh unto men to edification and exhortation and comfort. Okay, so it's, you know what God has said or you've heard something in your heart and it confirms it for you, it edifies you, it is comforting to you. Okay, this is what the Lord is saying in this moment. Scripture says, revelations, that this, the Uh, the testimony of jesus christ is built of prophecy what is the lord saying in this moment it testifies to jesus okay so that's just prophecy let's move on to the next one it says ministry so ministry or serving so as i said all believers are ministers so all like the thing is is that even when it comes to the fivefold is that you may have you may see that you kind of flow in some of these other other gifts or other offices and that's what I want to say It's called like a gift mix so you only have one office that you reside in so if I sit in I found in my office like physically I'm sitting in an office I'm sitting in this chair thing I'm in my office in my room and so spiritually speaking your office is I guess a room that you sit in is housed around you you're housed in it however you can flow in others so if you think of an office building yeah maybe you might get up and go to the next door but you come back to your office your office is your office you can't you don't you don't come out of it. However, by the anointing of the Spirit of God, you can flow in other gifts or other for other aspects of the gifts of grace by the Spirit of God. So you might be thinking, but I have all of these, but which is the one that you reside in? Which is the one that you is is your dominant office that you sit in all the time? And you might flow in others, but this is what you sit in. So ministry or the function of ministry, yes, all believers can serve, all believers can do what's necessary, but this one is a function that this person, like I said, even before they got said, they they serve. like that's just who they are, they can't help it, that's who they are, yeah, so they, when, when something's needed to be done, no matter how small or it that's what they do. And it's like, you know, your function is like, you have to do it, if you have to, to be fulfilled, it's like, you have to do it, you can't even help it, yeah, so you can't even help to, to be serving, you can't even help to do what's, to help um to do what's needed sort of thing and that is so when you think about the local body so again remind you that the body if your body function you're called to a local body somewhere so we even probably you that that unction in you is that i have to be able to serve and minister within my local body my local assembly and also, when you're even in your workplace or wherever how I work, because some people might work in, within a ministry, whatever. But even how you function, but your your function is just that you are a, a servant, a minister. That's your function, yeah. So um, you're willing to provide that time, that energy, all the time, because that's just who you are. And where some people they'll usually get worn out by it, but you have that gift of grace. You have that grace where you can do that, yeah. So just one example romans 16 i commend unto you phoebe our sister which is the servant of the church which is at ken career i can't i don't know how to say it that you receive her in the lord as become a saint and that ye assist her in whatever business she have need of you for she has been a secure of many and to myself also so ministry or servant service uh the third one that was mentioned was teaching or teacher See that teach of teaching so again so we, we spoke about fivefold ministers you know that all the fivefold are teachers so you have the fivefold teachers but then you have the body teachers as well so what is what is the body teachers how they function because what's the what's the distinguishing factor it's like when we spoke about profit and the prophecy is a distinguishing factor is that the fivefold are called to equip the saints for the work of the ministry okay and so that's that's a distinguishing factor. So you might have the function of teacher, but you're not necessarily called to s- have a pattern for the church or to foretell and teach people how to um, come into to to hear God for yourself and set up a pattern, this clear shop like that, or teach people how to set up a training school, how to evangelism etc so you're not necessarily called to that kind of thing but you are able to pass on what you know so that the other person can understand so you're able to simplify things so that other people can understand pass on what you have learned and it's not just it's not a head knowledge thing the gift of grace so it's actually what you've I guess lived and experienced you're able to impart it and that can be transferred into your your marketplace as well so your local body so you use utilize it in every way so even when people that's why it's so important for you to become a mature believer why it's important for the for to help equip you if you have this teaching office is because naturally you're a teacher so you can just teach falsehood but you can teach from a place of immaturity as well and so the things that you teach about i guess you, t- you even in your marketplace you're teaching people what you know about god but if it's not correct then obviously that that's going to be an issue but when you're you get into a place of maturity you can be in your marketplace and you know there could be another believer or there could even be someone who you're leading to pride and you're able to make things simple for them to understand because yeah the lord needs his body everywhere to be alive and so let me just read acts 18 26 and he began to speak boldly so this is speaking about um, Priscilla and Aquila, and they saw Ap- Ap- Apollos, he was speaking and teaching what he what he knew about, but it wasn't accurate. And because they functioned as teachers, they were able to take him aside. They weren't necessarily for teachers, they weren't necessarily um, teaching something new, or it wasn't like um, something that the Lord, a pattern that the Lord had given to them, separate themselves directly, but they were able to, because of what they've, they've come to, they've grown and understand, they were able to teach him It says and he began to speak boldly in the synagogue whom when Aquila and Priscilla had heard they took him onto them and expounded unto him the way of God more perfectly so've been able to simplify and make it um, make it understandable for another person and so that gift of teaching teaching is who you are like you are just a teacher probably from a kid you used to teach you whether it was how to tie their shoelaces how to do whatever you're just a teacher it's just how you function so whatever you'd even at work you might not even have that role, but you just teach people how to use the computer. You teach people how to to read. It's just who you are. You teach people how to use the projector in at church. Like it's just who you are. You're just a teacher, and so if you can understand that's your function, um, so exhortation or encouragement is again who you are. It's it's. All the body is called to, we're called, all of us are called to let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying that it may minister grace unto the hearer. We're all called to that as the body, but when you are, your office is that of exhortation. your office is that of function, it's just who you are. You can't help it, it's the gift of grace that's been given to you, it's what flows out of you. I want to say naturally supernaturally naturally yeah so this function is one that motivates others to action but it's like you always just seem to have that right word in season it's just who you are like some of us yeah sometimes like but as you always do because that's how you function and again that's needed your local body needs you your local body needs you to be able to function in what you're called can't be so insecure not knowing who you are that the body of christ is suffering because when it's time for the Lord to work through you in love in that way to build edify his body You're not able to function because you're you're shy or you have insecurities And so that's what the Lord is trying to deal with when he I get equipping you and the same thing in your marketplace Is that that word and season the Lord is using your words as seeds and so it's, it's important to be able to know um, Who you are giving So the same thing the like I said the body is called to give we're called to give but when you're a giver is your function it's who you are, and again, this is not necessarily you're rich, this is just who you are. Like, you will give whatever you have. You could even just not even have a lot, but you'll give it, you'll give your time, you'll give your resources, you'll give your finances, and you just give. It's just how you flow and how you function. Even when you're out, you know, your, your local body needs that person who's given and obviously if you if the law can entrust you as a mature person to be able to do that then obviously he can entrust I guess more of his resources to you and you might even find that I guess your marketplace lines up with that so that you can give but it's not necessarily that you have a law but just that you are a giver you just give whatever resources you have whatever um, whatever finances you have you, you give it whether it's food whether it's clothes whether it's it's money you give and then I just seen as I was speaking that actually that that's where I wouldn't be surprised if the you operate in um what was it called working of miracles as well because the Lord that because you function as a giver the Lord is able to multiply what you have and you're able to give it away more so even if you have one the Lord is able to multiply it and then you're able to give away more because that is who you are so if you are able to come to a place of maturity allow the Lord to train you and equip you through His leaders then you can come to a place where you really. Are able to be used of God in, in a greater manner in greater manners as well um so yeah this person will never give leave, you know we're called to be cheerful givers and this person would never that's because it's who they are it's like it's of them it's just it's just something it's just that that unction they have to give like it's just who they are uh what's the next one one here so leadership or ruler feel like that rule of leadership. Now this one, we all know lead, you know a child, you look at a child, you're like they're a leader. That child is a leader. And so yes, sometimes like I said, your the thing is is that we just we can't just make an assumption that because someone's a leader that they're a fivefold leader. Yeah? They might not be a fivefold leader, like I said. The fivefold leaders fivefold ministry is called to equip the saints for the work of the ministry for the edifying the body of christ okay the specific functions so if you, i don't know how many you should just go to our website I've, I've made a lot i've got quite a few resources now about how to identify if you have a fivefold office and then, like i said again there's the specific process if you are called to a fivefold ministry however leadership is a separate function too we need leaders we need those who are we need governments within the body of christ the local body of christ it's not just and it's not just with regards to the ministering of the word and spiritual things that we need leadership we need leadership in practical things we need leadership is the person who just like the you know when the birds you know when they're like migrating and they fly in a v formation and they take it in turn to go to the front that person is able to realize that things need to be done. You need that. Per- even if you think about local assemblies, how some people structure their assembly, and you think of the administrator, the one who just takes charge with regards to the thing that need to be done. Yeah, because you what that you know. Even when it came to um, Act six and they appointed deacons, yeah, they were leaders essentially. But the point is, is that it says that it's not they, the ministers, the fivefold ministers, need to be able to devote themselves to the ministering of the word. Yeah, so you need leaders who are not necessarily called to. The fivefold ministry who are able to step up to the plate and fulfill their function and not just they're not just using their leadership just for the marketplace but they understand i'm called to the local body because all the every person in the body of christ we have a specific place where we fit in the body of christ spiritually our function but also where we a location in which the lord has called us to we need to be in the right place so where and whether one member suffer, all the members suffer with it. Or one member be honoured, all the members rejoice with it. And a leader understands that. A person whose function and office is a leader, they realise it's for the benefit of the body. I'm called to lead this body, to be a leader within this body. So I'm going to do what's necessary so that we can all move forward. Yeah? But ye shall not be so. But he that is the greatest among you, let him be as the younger. And he that is chief, he that doth serve. So, again, that's why being equipped and coming to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the son of God is so key because if you understand you come to you you understand Jesus he was the ultimate leader because again every function every office that's listed all the fivefold all the body functions Jesus fulfilled all of them perfectly yeah so he was a leader but he was the greatest servant he said the son of man didn't come to be served but to serve and so he's a he's the greatest example of what it means to be a leader leader I mean to get low so that the rest the rest of the body can go out jesus said unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies it abides alone and so that leader understand let me get low so that the rest of the body can get high which is why it's so essential to be equipped so that you can be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you don't have a selfish outlook and then you just function like because your your functional is going to be leader whether you're in the world or not because you've got many leaders, but where are you leading the people to? Are you leading from the flesh? Are you leading, leading selfishly where it's about you? Or are you leading Christ in a Christ-like manner so that the rest of the body can be built up in love? Um, mercy. So the last one, mercy. So such a beautiful function. And this one, again, the person is likely to have this function from before but let's read uh, first Corinthians thirteen where it says this though. It says Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not charity, I am become a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. Or though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge. And though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not charity, I am nothing. And this is one I wanted to read. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor and though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, it profits me nothing. So yeah, you can have the gift, the function, the gift of grace. Well, before you come to Christ, it's not gift of grace, but it, it is a gift of grace. You So you can't operate in the grace of it, but you have the function of mercy. You know, you're someone who acts out of empathy. It says so time the Lord was moved by compassion. You're someone who's moved by compassion, right? Towards those who are suffering or afflicted in order to help and lift their burdens. So even when you're in the world, you have this compassion. You have this thing, but only when you're in Christ can you truly, and as you con- as you continue to mature in him, can you truly flow out of compassion where there's no selfish gain, where you're not angry at other people who are not doing it. You're not, you know, you're not resentful and all these things you can truly operate out of love as Christ did. The more you come to know Christ, the more you operate like him in your function and realise the body needs it. So can you just see that if all the body, these seven functions that I just spoke about, um, let me just read. Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and withered in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world. And so that's the thing, keeping yourself unspotted from the world in your mind, in your heart. As well, because you can do the external things, the things that are good. You can visit the fatherless, whatever. But if you're, you're, you know, you allow the world to contaminate you, then you're not operating out of a a pure place. And um, so, can you just see that if every believer, so you might not be a fivefold minister, you might not be called, you might not be called to the headship to equip the rest of the body, yeah? But as the rest of the body, there's work to be done. We're all called as a body. You're heavenly kingship meaning the function that i've just spoken about is who the lord wants you to be able to operate in the fullness of it but in order to do that you have to go through a process of maturing you have to go through a process of growing up being equipped letting your flesh die so that everything you do is operating out of a place of love everything you do looks like jesus you have fruit basically let's read john john 15 let's go to john 15 It says, I am the vine, I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away, and every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine, no more can you except you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit without me you can do nothing let's read verse 8 it says here is my father glorified that you bear much fruit so shall you be my disciples it's about bearing much fruit and that is what the fivefold are called to equip the body first of all it's supposed to be an example of you know that intimacy that relationship with Christ, the fruit that the lord wants us to be so that the, the rest of the body can be equipped can eat of the fruit and become the same it says that every seed beareth seed in itself and so you can only equip so clearly the evangelist is supposed to kind of create more evangel like the evangelist has an evangelistic anointing has an evangelistic function to replicate in an evangelistic manner so get the body to be able to i guess be evangelistic the apostle has is to get the body to be apostolic the prophet is to get the body to be prophetic the you know the pastor is to get the the, the body to be or to be you know that intimacy and that, that that love and that care and so it's supposed to be replicated into the body and then as the body functioned in all the things that we spoke about in the giving in in prophecy in encouragement in leadership we just see the, how the the local body and then the body as it we connect together at, on a grander scale are supposed to be functioned how we can truly look like the one man Christ. on a a huge scale and so that's really the lord's desire so i just pray this video like i said i didn't go it's not um so much detail but i pray that it's a key and it's prompting for you like you know i really identify with one of those offices i believe that i'm called to this one all like all my life all my walking christ i felt that i just need to do that this is where i need to be led this is what i'm led to how i'm led to function but like i said you're called to a local it are, so it's, it's, you need to know who, you, like you know what you, what your function is, but also who you're called to serve. So, what local body or what local community had the Lord called you to serve in? You know where had He called you to serve, and it's a case of being um, diligent to stay there and to to function fully and to give. The local body is not supposed to be is not just supposed to be about going to church on Sunday. supposed to be a community of believers that are interwoven in life and in love and are supposed to be able to function um, as the Lord desires so yeah I pray that this video encourages you and that you can go to the Lord and ask him and that he can give you more insight more revelation and what that looks like on an individual level in terms of how you can fulfill your function within your local local assembly and within the local community that you work in and yeah so i pray that this has blessed you um if you have any questions please email if you have any you can leave you can leave your questions below or you can email and visit our website as well so i pray you've been blessed and i'll see you next time on word of truth bye guys